It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Tonight's guests. Where have I heard this name before? Winner of Wine Enthusiast Magazine's 2013 Rising Star of the Year Award, Trump Organization Executive Vice President Eric Trump. His humor is drier than a desert full of bagel chips. Author of Up in the Air, Walter Kern. She's so sharp, tax put her on people's chairs. Host of Sincerely Cat on Fox Nation, Cat Tim. And whoever said time heals all wounds never got punched by this guy. My massive sidekick and host of Nutset on Fox Nation, Tyrus. So, Eric, um, your dad was a businessman who entered politics, and now you have politics entering business, and CEOs are becoming like their own kind of governors with an activist policy should shareholders are now be able to vote for the ceos and and decide based on what their political beliefs are well well, look at what politics has done in so many different places right look at you know golden globes look at the academy awards look at the nfl when they had the whole kneeling thing for the national anthem look at the ratings for the nba i mean Mm -hmm. Every single time, it's been an absolute disaster. So the ratings have gone away. People have canceled subscriptions. Michael Jordan famously said, guess what? Mm-hmm. Democrats wear sneakers. Republicans wear sneakers, yeah. right? I mean, isn't that how businesses should look at this? Mm-hmm. And when I see Delta Airlines, you know Delta Airlines got a really good deal under Trump? Guess what? They're paying the lowest gas prices in the history of the airline. Right? Now, true. all of a sudden, the gas prices have gone up by double uh, and, and they're 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 criticizing that. I don't. I just don't get it. Like, well, why get into this conversation? I think they're terrified. They're terrified. Thank God politics didn't ruin growing pains, though. They kept it straight out of there. No, but it, it, Walter, isn't that the fact? It's not about principle. It's that they're actually terrified of like this phantom mob that's out there that's going to come after them. Or maybe the mob is real. Well, well, you've got to remember that Major League Baseball is really a cartel. It's a monopoly <laughs> that's guaranteed by the government. Um, and it depends in each city on huge tax breaks, uh, help paying for stadiums and so on. So it's a it, it's not only woke, it's been a political uh, dependent organization for a long time. Mm. Um, but, you know, I looked at how they actually select players for the uh, All-Star game. Mm-hmm. That's a vote, too. Mm-hmm. Um, you're allowed to vote a lot. Five times. Yeah. And you uh, aren't allowed to vote for the most important position, the starting pitcher. Those are chosen by the commissioners, mm. which makes it very similar to regular elections. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, and, and, and uh, you know. The, the other point here is that if they're going to start canceling whole states, they only have 50 chances. Yes. 49 are left. Yes. Um, <laughs> at that point, they move to a truly democratic country like the Democratic Republic of North Korea, <laughs> um, and where you can get a crowd, you know, at gunpoint to clap for anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think they're on a downhill slope there. It's time probably to correct course. Cat. Mm, uh what do you think of Major League Baseball choosing Denver over Atlanta? I love Denver, by the way. It's a beautiful, beautiful city. I believe it's in Colorado. It is in Colorado. 
it, it just doesn't really make sense, obviously, as you mentioned, to take what they estimated would have been $100 million from this county and giving it to a bunch of white hippies. Um, <laughs> but they look, only 36 percent of people have any opposition to this actual bill. Mm -hmm. So it's not that it's this massive outcry. It's that it's a very loud, small outcry. Mm -hmm. And if you look, actually read stuff, right? The one thing they oppose to, I guess, is that Colorado, they mail ballots to everyone. Mm -hmm. But all experts say that doesn't do anything to actually get more people to vote. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot easier to be afraid and just knee jerk say, okay, well, we're going to go here. Colorado, I guess. How they chose Colorado is completely beyond me. It's it not a swing state. Mm. Is well, that it? It Maybe. used to be. It used to be, but not anymore. I'm sorry, I interrupted. No, see, like, I, if they'd actually just stop and read, but nobody does that. Mm -hmm. Nobody does that. No. It's so a shame. Hippies are going to. You know what? They're better than hippies, Kat. I don't want to get any angry letters from hippies. Hippies are the only ones who write letters still, probably. Yeah. Yes, yes. And it smells really good. Yeah. Patchouli. Tyrus, but truly, I'm glad you uh, got dressed today. Because <laughs> oh, in my culture, we wear tracksuits. <laughs> are you attacking a black man on his wardrobe, bro? Because I wear a suit, but, you know, I'm not built like you. So I need to let my stuff breathe, bro. I find the most insulting thing <laughs> yes. for me, and this is why I have such issues with it. I always talk about that reverse racism, that polite racism. Mm -hmm. My culture, my people, we came up out of slavery. We came up out of Jim Crow. We came up not getting jobs. And we don't have the ability to get an ID? Yeah. Are, you, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, it's just embarrassing to me that that's what they try to do. And they try to put it on us. Like, we're the only ones affected. Like, oh, is this against black people? So you're saying we're the only ones who can't get IDs? Like, it's ridiculous. Here's the deal. When you try to influence people to vote for you and you want to herd them in like cattle to vote your way, it's annoying when they have IDs and ideas. So you don't want that. Right. So you'll just line, you'll go to a neighborhood and be like, get on the bus. Everyone get on the bus. Everyone vote for Biden. Let's go. Let's go. Let's everyone vote for the guy I want. And sure, then there's no IDs there. <laughs> so that's the problem. That's the real issue. And here's the thing about moving. Hank Aaron. This was supposed to be a celebration of Hank Aaron. Mm -hmm. This brother was breaking Babe Ruth's home run record. He had real racist death threats. People were wanting to kill him, wanting bad things to happen to him. Did he ask to be traded to the San Diego Padres? No. He went up there and he hit the damn home run. He stood his ground. And we remember it today. And he's a hero today. So to, if he would have packed up his bag and left, yeah. he wouldn't have a story. Is that what you're telling us? If you disagree with something, we'll just go somewhere else. That's, what, that's the, the part that bothers me so much because it goes against everything that my ancestors fought for to pack up and leave. We're going to go, and it's embarrassing to me. I, I just, it's, keep it real. It has nothing to do with black people. It has everything to do with your party and how to do it. If you lose an election, you can still run stuff. You're not the governor, but you are the governor. So we got to get rid of everything. So that, I'm just breaking it down as real as I can be. It has absolutely nothing to do with the color of your skin. It has to do with, I want you to vote this way. And if you have an ID, you probably got your own idea. Mm, you can't spell idea without... ID. There you go. <laughs> I just realized that. All right, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. Hey there, it's me, Kennedy. Make sure to check out my podcast, Kennedy Saves the World. It is five days a week, every week. Download and listen at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. 
According to his studies, you can only have so many buddies. A British relationship mathematician, oh, I bet that gets him dates, is claiming <laughs> the magic number of friends required for success is 150. At first I thought, whoa, that's a lot. Then I saw that number includes family, and I thought, whoa, that's a lot. <laughs> anyway, this egghead figures most of us have about uh, five super close friends who would actually give us a kidney. 12 or 15 friends who would be devastated if we died, and 50 friends who would go to our birthday party. The best, he said, the rest, he says, are like mere acquaintances. But having too many friends can be as bad as having too few because we only have so much emotional capital to spend. And trying to overextend it can leave us feeling burnt out. All right, Tyrus. Uh, I kind of like him. I have a theory on friendship that you have to like cur you curate your friendship like it's a toolbox. Like, each one of your friends has to have a specific, different, like, superpower. And if they don't, you get rid of them! <laughs> How many of your friends have superpowers, Greg? <laughs> you have a superpower. I consider you a friend. You can lift me up with one hand and toss me into a river at That's any not time. Really a superpower that just, like, paid attention and did good in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't fly. I don't have x ray vision. Like, this. Okay, this is. This, I always. Every time you do this, you bring in these experts from the UK or Europe who, like, their theories, 150 friends. Yes. For real. Name, name 10. Anybody in this room spit off 10 friends, I'm going to call you a fake-ass liar. Like, no one has 150 friends. Mm -hmm. And they'll be like, well, I have 800 friends on Facebook. They're not your real friends. Like, friendship is small. You run tight groups. Family, friends. It, no, hell no. Yeah. Like, your family members usually drive you crazy. Mine, of course, abandoned me. We live by the sea turtle act in my house. You hatch an egg, you go. You're on your own. Good luck. So is that a friend? No, it's not. This, I, this thing is just absolutely ridiculous. What? I, sea turtle, his mom lays him in the beach, and then when he's on, it's like, gone, little G. Good luck. Holler at me. I and then he gets stuck wearing a mask. Yeah, and dies. And dies. Eric, I have to ask you, because did, you, I, did your... Um, amount of friendship change once your dad became president. You know, it's actually really amazing. The, the people that you would have thought were there for you the most right. were actually sometimes the first to bail. And right. the people that you never saw coming from mm -hmm. were the people who stood by your side and had backbone and would give you a hug. It was actually very interesting. And, you know, somebody once said to me, you know, take the, your, your wedding guests, take your wedding list. Mm -hmm. How many of those people would be at a, you know, a, a wedding 10 years later or an event for you 10 years later? How many of those people, you know, yeah. just, just think through your head. How many of those same people would you invite to your wedding 10 years later? And I, I think friendship's fragile, um, you know, oftentimes. And that's sad. But I agree with you. I mean, give me your best friend's phone number right now. Mm -hmm. You I, probably couldn't. I couldn't. Because I killed him. <laughs> Actually, right, you know, I'm thinking of my wedding. I got married at City Hall, so, and I'm still friends with those five people that were in line with me. <laughs> I think. I don't know, Walter. What's going on with your life? Well, Do you have friends you know, in Montana? I've got Can you lot. bury them out back? I, <laughs> I, I've got a lot of friends. But, but, you know, when I saw this study, the study was meant to get you used to the idea that you don't need friends mm -hmm. and you don't even have the capacity to have very many yeah. because they want us to live in pods. <laughs> uh, the, the, all these studies are coming together and they're synchronized. And their point is you could live in quarantine forever 
Mm-hmm. You don't need sun. You could use a heat lamp. You don't need friends. <laughs> you know. Sometimes uh, I blow dry myself when I'm cold. Th- this, <laughs> this is the war on real life, freedom of movement, and doing whatever you want. Who funds these studies? The National Loneliness Council? You know, <laughs> I, I mean, uh, who wants us to believe this? I always ask that with these studies because there's a million things you can study. Mm-hmm. And that's a weird one. Cat, mm. how do you know when you have a real friend or a friend that just wants something from you? Right, yeah. I saw the kidney thing and I was like, you know what? There's actually way more than five people that I know that I would give a kidney to. But that's mostly because I'm worried they'd be mad at me if I said no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I base my, my selection of friendships on the quality of their organs. Oh. How did I, I get here? you an organ. It wouldn't fit. <laughs> how, yeah. How did I get here then? I take terrible care of myself. <laughs> I, would t- I would love your liver. Yeah, boy. Yeah, no. You, you have a hunchback. <laughs> horrible. All right. Thank you, Eric Trump, Walter Kerr, Cat, Kyrus, our studio audience. I'm Greg Heppel. I love you, America. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.